Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact The Secret Teachings, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info for a full list of all of our past shows and all of our montages. It's www.thesecretteachings.info. I really thought last night's broadcast was a groundbreaking and stellar broadcast, and I wanted to pat myself on the back because... We do something very unique here on The Secret Teachings, and although I know people personally who listen to this show, they don't always get all the details, but I know that I'm on track when I get other people who listen to this show who get it and provide me more details and who point out things to me that I missed, point out things to me that I didn't see, and it's really this this underlying And what I think has moved from the esoteric to the exoteric, you could say it's an exploitation. You could say that it's an intentional usage of certain symbols and certain archetypes and certain myths to empower your plan, your agenda, whatever it is that you are working on that you want to bring about into the world, that you want to manifest. We can read about things like Project Lockstep and the three other accompanying projects in the Rockefeller Foundation report from over a decade ago and how it kind of relates to what's transpired in 2020-2021. We can read about Crimson Contagion. We can read about the Dark Winter scenario. We can read about the Tavistock Institute. We can read about the history of the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg Group, the RIIA, the Royal Institute of International Affairs, the Roundtable Groups of Cecil Rhodes and the Rothschilds. We can read eco-science, the book or writings and musings of uh, Zbigniew Brzezinski or Henry Kissinger, the Bush family, the Clinton family, the writings of Margaret Sanger, the founder of the Birth Control Society or better known as the Planned Parenthood Organization. We can read about the history of eugenics, Malthusian thought, We can read and we can learn and we can see all of these things as precursors to what many people today refer to as a new world order. And although those words 
And the abbreviation of those words, NWO, has this horrible, terrible connotation to some people. And it signifies, it indicates the end of the world, some apocalyptic event. To others, it signifies nothing but a mere conspiracy theory that should be laughed at because men and women in positions of power who want to obtain more power maintain that power. Control freaks, psychopaths, sociopaths that want to watch other people hurt and people that will even hurt themselves to feel the pleasure from it. We're dealing with sadists and masochists and others that might not even be classifiable as human in terms of how they act and interact and how they want you to follow their orders and do what they tell you to do. There are plans that are in place, and there are books and documents, and we can study, we can read all of this, but it still won't help us to understand the driving force beneath all of it. When people say, who are usually Christian or Muslim, Jew, uh, Jewish, they're Jews, or they're even Buddhists might say that you should have faith in the things that you believe. Because faith does two things. Faith is a concentration of your will and your desire. So faith is, in essence, magic. But faith is also a belief in the unseen and the unknown. And you might try to justify and catalog things that are unknown and unseen because of visible phenomenon like when people ask God to show them a sign of something. You still have faith in God, but God shows you a sign by presenting some object to you or you see a bird fly by the window or something to that effect, and that's a sign from God. But did you manifest it? If you did manifest it, was that because God helped you to manifest it? What exactly is God and what exactly is faith? I mean, these are things to be argued about by theologians and philosophers and whatnot. But the point is, faith and a belief in the unseen is something that we have to apply to the very things that we can see, the books, the plans, the agencies, the organizations that do plot and do conspire, that do plan, not as part of one gigantic conspiracy, but individual conspiracies, some good, some not so good. One, of course, might wonder why anybody would conceal something in the darkness if it were really an action or an idea that would benefit large numbers of people, why countries would have to be tricked into vaccinating their population if the vaccines could be truly proven safe, and I mean any kind of vaccine or any kind of medical treatment or cure, etc. You shouldn't have to trick people into doing these things, but the whole world seems like it is run by a, a cosmic trickster. And I find it interesting that although you can find parallels throughout history to probably the most well-documented conspiracy, and that is the apocalypse, that is the end of the world. It's a, it's a documented conspiracy. You can call it a prophecy, and it is a prophecy. But it's also a conspiracy because God is conspiring to do these things. And I don't mean that to demean God. I'm just 
playing around with the word, but you have people who believe that the end of the world is about, and we see these dramatizations of the end of the world. We see Left Behind, that movie and book series, and you're going to chop people's heads off with guillotines, and the Christians are very worried about that, and Jews are worried about this, and Muslims might be happy because Christians are going to die, and Christians might be happy because Muslims are going to die. And The point is, what we're witnessing happen today, many people suggest is really the end times, and I'm not that old, but I know that people have said this is the end times many times throughout the decades and throughout the centuries. And of course, it's like pulling the death card in tarot. It doesn't mean you're going to die. It means the end of something. It means the end of the new normal and the establishment of a new normal. The establishment of a great reset or a great king set. Re being Italian for king. King set. And it was set in Egypt who buried his brother Osiris, the green god of agriculture, the black god of soil, in a golden coffin to signify his conquering of the light and the rising of the darkness so that King Set could rule all the lands. As I talked about last night, when you follow the timeline of events through 2020, you find from February to April of 2020, the Centers for Disease Control recommended that masks be worn by anyone with COVID symptoms, COVID-19-like symptoms. Then they urged the general public to wear them in April. A couple days later, the new state of New Jersey became the first state to mandate masks, and a few other states followed, and then a number of other states followed. And people started complaining that they couldn't breathe, their glasses got fogged up, and other things happened that they just they couldn't tolerate a mask. And despite the fact that there were medical exemptions because of federal and state and human rights law in the mandates, which are just recommendations legally, according to Black's Law Dictionary, one of the most respected law dictionaries, that's what a mandate is, it's a recommendation, requirements a recommendation, can't force you to do it, but nevertheless, the point is, people complained about not being able to breathe, uh, being lightheaded, having headaches. A month after those mandates were issued, George Floyd died on the 25th of May. The next day, people began protesting and saying, I can't breathe, despite the fact that the video of George Floyd dying showed a clearly drugged-up George Floyd resisting arrest, fighting with police who offered to roll the windows down in the car because he claimed he had claustrophobia despite the fact that he was just in a car 10 minutes before that and claiming that his handcuff was hurting his wrist, and the cop said, well, we'll fix that for you if you just sit down. Freaking out with nobody touching him, saying, I can't choke, not I can't breathe. He said, I can't choke, I can't choke, I can't choke. And people began protesting, I can't breathe, and they chanted it, chanted it over and over again, like that Rihanna song, Umbrella, Ella, 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 Ella. The chants, the incantations, the summonings, the invocations that the music industry gets you to participate in when you listen to the music, when you watch the music videos. Mainstream media gets you to chant, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. George Floyd was the victim of something, most likely a heart attack and large amounts of fentanyl, according to his autopsy report we read last night. And George Floyd died in Minneapolis, known as the Twin City. A month after George Floyd's death in June of 2020, 
the theme of the 51st World Economic Forum was announced as the Great Reset. That same month, George Floyd was buried. A man who had spent time in jail, who had a huge criminal record, passing counterfeit bills around, aggravated assault. A man who was essentially a criminal, doesn't mean you can't be rehabilitated, of course, but a man who was essentially a criminal, turned into a martyr and a god and buried the month of June in a golden coffin the same month that the World Economic Forum announces their theme for the Twin Summit in Davos in January of 2021, a few months ago. The Twin Summit, the Twin City, buried in June in the golden coffin was the Black God, and the Great Reset is the great establishment of that new world order, that new normal and the establishment of Set or Seth, King Set or King Seth, to rule over all the nations of the world as the Antichrist rises and comes to power. And while this is happening, Christians and Jews in particular, who you would think of all people, would resist a totalitarian, authoritarian, Roman-like empire have been some of the first people, with the exception of people who are Christian or Jews for religious reasons and medical reasons, not wanting to be vaccinated, have lined up to get their vaccines and have lined up to be tested for COVID-19. And in Israel, mandates for the vaccine have been issued for every citizen And what was a testing process at the airport officially became a nationwide wearing of what they call freedom bracelets to give you your freedom back from the virus. No, they're giving your freedom back from the state, which is giving you a little bit of a little bit of crumb to think that you're still a free human being. You'd think that Israel or you think that Jews would and some Jews are actually suing the state in international court for violation of international law that came out yesterday or today, or actually I think it was this weekend. Uh, they announced it, and I read something about it Monday. But these these are the people you'd think would resist it. In fact, they're the people that are being duped into it, uh, meaning that if you don't have the freedom bracelet or the vaccine, you can't transact. This is supposed to be the mark of the beast, folks, This is supposed to be the mark of the beast that all the religious folk are concerned about, and yet they seem to be the first ones that are willing to get that mark. Or at least they're in the mix with all the other terrified people willing to get that mark. And is it really the fulfillment of biblical prophecy, or are people scheming and lying and manipulating and cultivating the end of the world? But it won't be the end of the world in total destruction, like some apocalyptic movie, it'll be the end of the world as you know it. It's like that REM song, it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine, and a lot of people do feel fine because it's the end of the world as they know it, but it's okay because you're going to be ushered into the reign of Set, the god of chaos and war in Egypt. It is his kingdom now, the Great Reset. The twin summit, the twin city, the black god buried in the golden coffin by Set. 
It is the New World Order. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, rdgable at yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info. There's more after this. Stay with us on The Fringe FM. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Ides of March is the notorious midpoint of that month associated with the death of Julius Caesar and the settling of debts in ancient Rome. Otherwise, it's a joyous gateway into the spring. To celebrate the coming equinox, The Secret Teachings is offering a one-year subscription to our show archive, montage archive, all of my digital books, and a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping in the U.S., all for only $50. If you prefer a monthly subscription only to the archives and digital books, it's also available. Either donate $50 one time for the year or establish reoccurring payments through PayPal on our website at thesecretteachings.info or through the PayPal email rdgable at yahoo.com. This offer can be used to extend a current subscription and is good around the world. Your support truly keeps us on air five nights a week supporting both The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you want to know more about UAPs, the paranormal, conspiracy analysis, current events, and other topics that interest you? I'm Jess Rogie, host of The Rogie Report. Explore The Unrevealed every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, live here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. It's March, the month of the spring equinox, Ostara, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. 
From parapsychology to pop conspiracy, and from parapolitics to health and esoterica, I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, and I'll bring you all of this and more five nights a week right here on The Fringe FM. By using critical thinking and objectivity as keys to understanding, utilizing, and appreciating the secret teachings of all ages. You can catch The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM after Joe Roop and Lighting the Void. This is Grammy-nominated recording artist Johnny Cobb. You're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If I were a eugenicist, having studied eugenics, what I would want to do is exterminate the elderly, the useless. They're no longer viable to society. I would want to harm and exterminate anyone below an elderly age who is strong enough, aware enough, conscious enough to resist my nefarious agenda. And I would want to brainwash and damage the children so that they could be brought into the new world as total slaves to the status quo and to the official narrative so that children would never be able to think for themselves as they got older, and I would breed an entire generation of obedient servants to the will of my new power structure, my new state. But if you say you want to exterminate old people and you want to brainwash and mentally damage children, 99-plus percent of the population, no matter how intelligent, would say, You're a psychopath, and they'd resist you. But if you convince people that they could get sick from a virus, and in order to prevent themselves from getting sick and to prevent other people from getting sick, they should take a vaccination that has not been tested, that has emergency authorization, and that is by no means safe under any definition except through the usage of fancy, glossy words in news reports that often don't even link to the original study that concludes, most of the studies conclude, as Moderna, or excuse me, Merck said, Merck said their vaccines don't do anything. You should just get sick and get better. Pfizer tested their vaccine on eight people. That's not conclusive scientific evidence. And they can say there's no evidence of harm because they haven't done the studies where they've done them found that there's harm, and just get rid of the evidence, or they conduct wide-scale medical experimentation. But it's not illegal if they convince people to get the shot and to participate, because they need your permission. If they don't have your permission, then it's illegal. If they get your permission by convincing you 
to get the vaccine. If they get your permission by convincing the elderly that you could get your grandchildren sick, you could get sick, and then the elderly begin taking it. And like CNN says, if the elderly start to die when they get the vaccine, don't be surprised. That's just because they're elderly. Of course, it has nothing to do with the vaccine. It has nothing to do with that, the fact that they're elderly, that they might have died any day now. But I would get, as a eugenicist, the elderly to willingly kill themselves in the name of saving themselves because reality is inverted. I would have medical experimentations conducted on the youth in particular to damage their fertility and to corrupt their neurological systems and I would do that by experimenting on not just pregnant women. I would do it by experimenting on children after they're born. And I would do it on infants and babies. In full violation of the 1947 Nuremberg Code. The first part of the Nuremberg Code says the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. If they can get you to willingly sign your name in acquiescence to receiving a vaccination that has not been tested, is not safe by any standard, a vaccine like in most of Europe, from Germany, France, Italy, and Spain, even according to the New York Times, which have banned or suspended The COVID vaccine as a so-called third wave of the pandemic begins to threaten the continent. AstraZeneca vaccines have been suspended because of blood clots and other things. And yet, the same day, the Wall Street Journal, the Seattle Times and others published a story that Moderna begins testing their vaccine on babies and young children. I would exterminate the elderly as a eugenicist. And I would target the children for not only medical experimentation, but I would target the children to damage their brains and their neurological systems so they can't function or think for themselves, so they become victims and property of the state. And I would do that, which it's already in the medical literature, through things like vaccines that will admittedly, admittedly, microbiology and infectious disease, the journal, a very prestigious journal, that showed COVID vaccines because there have no, there's no safety tests on them, the FDA, emergency approval, so they conduct a study and find that the vaccine folds prions, folds proteins in your brain, And leads to prion disease. And so the media says, no, it's not Alzheimer's. It doesn't cause Alzheimer's. It causes prion disease, which is Alzheimer's, uh, neurodegenerative disorders, ALS, autism. So I'd exterminate the elderly, and I would target the children. And I would brain damage the children. Now, when I'm exterminating the elderly as part of this eugenics plot, and I'm brain damaging the children and brainwashing their parents, anybody who resists 
must be dealt with. They have to be taken care of because the people who resist are making the rest of you sick. They're the ones experimenting on your children in clear violation of the Nuremberg Code. They're the ones that want your family to get sick and die. They're the ones that are hurting you. They're the ones that want you to die. When in fact, the eugenicists want you to die. The eugenicists want you to succumb to their will. And as all of this is happening, and the CDC is saying that if you're vaccinated, you still don't get to go outside. You still have to wear your mask. And you can kind of talk to some people that already have a vaccine, but it doesn't really matter. You're going to do what we tell you to do anyway, because we're not lawmakers, but we are God because we are funded officially by Bill Gates. We are facing the third wave of COVID-19, and I can't help but think about the movie back in 2016 called The Fifth Wave, where the human race stands on the brink of extinction as a series of alien attacks decimate the planet, causing, among other things, disease. I can't help but think that with falsified and illegal statistics compiled by the CDC, admittedly, now on record with major medical journals and others saying the CDC violated the federal law and they just changed their data collection without even consulting uh, federal agencies. PCR tests, totally fraudulent. Even the New York Times says 80% of the deaths and you know, or the cases here in New York State are just totally fraudulent. Despite all of that, Despite all the fraud, people are being told if you do what you're told to do, do what we tell you to do, you might get to have a 4th of July barbecue. I can't help but think how similar that is to the movie The Island, where a company creates clones of powerful people as an insurance policy to their health they don't tell these powerful people that in order for the clones to be viable as, as biological replicants, they have to come to consciousness or some kind of consciousness. And so some of these clones start to develop full consciousness and memories of whom they were cloned after. And when they escape, they find out that they're living in an underground facility and that they've been lied to their entire lives that there was a deadly virus and that the world had been destroyed. I can't help but think of I Am Legend, where a genetically engineered virus, call it whatever you will, I don't particularly believe in germ theory myself, but a genetically modified virus creates a rabid psychological condition in people that makes them think that they are powerful because they're sick and makes them think that they are powerful because of the sickness, that they, are, they have all these new powers because of the virus, and that anyone who is not infected is actually a monster that has to be destroyed, I can't help but think I am legend, or the island, or the fifth wave, are various forms of the undercurrent, the underpulse of the zeitgeist, the undercurrent of the cyclical natural energies and also the predictive programming 
and the revelation of the method of all those who have conspired and written books and white papers and had meetings on how to control and how to manipulate the human race. Hell, Yale University published a paper a couple of months ago saying that we know we can't get people to take the vaccines based on the science because there isn't any that proves it's safe, so we have ways to manipulate people into doing it themselves. And if they do it themselves and they give permission to do it, if they give permission to be in the experiment, then it's not a violation of the Nuremberg Code. It's not a violation of international law, and that's what they are trying to do. They're trying to get you to acquiesce and participate in something that is illegal. So then it becomes legal when you acquiesce and participate in it. That's what's happening. And they're telling people, don't take pictures with your vaccine card because your personal information could be on there. Yet you share all that personal information on Facebook. Nobody cares. They're telling you not to share that vaccine card information because people can print out copies of it and they can forge cards because it doesn't seem to be that difficult to do but i think that is reverse psychology because when people start to do that they're going to say well see we knew these cards would be dangerous let's put the vaccine record in your body in a bio stamp and a microchip and scientific american back in 2019 said we have this bio stamp and it's for vaccine records it's a series of micro needles embedded in your skin with a little bit of dye and it holds all your vaccine records and it was personally asked for to be developed at MIT by Bill Gates. It says that in the Scientific American article. Why would they plan that a year before the so-called pandemic? Because it's a plan, like Event 201, like Crimson Contagion, like Dark Winter, like Clayed X. It's a plan that goes live, just like the 7-7 bombings, just like September 11th, just like Oklahoma City and Timothy McVeigh. It's a plan. It's an agenda. They tell you what they're going to do before they do it to you. You acquiesce and participate. No international court, no court system, no group of people can convict someone of committing a crime against others, including humanity as a whole, if humanity as a whole and individuals and others agree to the criminal act. If someone breaks into your house and you decide, okay, you can take all my stuff, I'll sign off on this piece of paper, take my TV, take my wife, whatever. And the cops come, you signed a paper that said they can take everything. There's no criminal activity. You didn't press charges. It's okay. You just give them permission to do it. So what's at the root core of this? If you're a eugenicist, you get rid of the elderly, you brain damage the youth. We've seen that with vaccines killing the old in large numbers. We've seen this with the elderly uh, dying in nursing homes. And that's if you believe the official narrative, by the way. If you don't believe the official narrative, uh, the elderly aren't dying at any higher rate than at any other time. But they will die in higher numbers with the vaccine. And I, I, I'd almost guarantee that. I can't guarantee it, but I would almost guarantee it. Considering what we've seen so far and considering how they track vaccine reactions. They track them for about 15 minutes after a vaccine. And if you die, well, you didn't die of the vaccine. You either died of COVID or you died of old age. Which apparently doesn't happen anymore. You die of COVID. Everything's COVID. So... What do you do to the children? Well, you target the children, you brainwash them, and you brain damage them. And that's why microbiology and infectious disease, the journal said, prions disease is one of the direct effects of the vaccine. It folds abnormally proteins in your brain. You get ALS, you get Alzheimer's, you get autism, you get neurodegenerative disorders, and then they tell you, 
it's not Alzheimer's. We can prove it's not Alzheimer's. And then they're right. It's not Alzheimer's. It's Prion's disease. It's the same thing. They just changed the wording of it. It's just like when archaeologists say, we have no proof that Atlantis exists. No, you don't have proof Atlantis exists. You have Plato's writings, but you also have literally hundreds of other accounts from various civilizations all over the world talking about Atlantis, calling it something different. They just call it something different. We don't have, UAV, U, we don't have any UFO documents. We have UAP documents. It's just wordplay and word magic. It's a giant hoax. It's a giant trick. And that's what they're doing. They're tricking you into accepting the tyranny. They're tricking you into accepting it. That's what it's all about. And you know, whether or not you trust history books, and I'm not particularly fond of most history books. I, I like uh, Jim Mars's Rule by Secrecy. That's a really good history book. And depending on what the subject is, there are a number of really great history books that you can read. But one thing that I find interesting, and we can correlate this to what's happening, is when the Spaniards arrived at the Aztec Empire, they did so when the Aztecs were preoccupied with harvesting their crop. And they were not at all focused on warfare or conflict. They were harvesting their crop and preparing for post-harvest. Now, when this happened, there were a number of signs importance that seemed to indicate disaster for the Aztecs, and the Spaniards saw this as both the unique time of their arrival and a comet was seen in the daytime. A huge column of fire had appeared every midnight for about a year, and two Aztec temples were suddenly destroyed, one by lightning, which was unaccompanied by thunder. This signified the return of the Aztec god Quetzalcoatl, and of course to the Aztecs probably had a very, very disturbing effect, and so they looked at the Europeans, the Spaniards, as riding these monstrous extraterrestrial beasts, ships, coming to establish a new social order. And it was likely a form of defeatism that paralyzed the will of the Aztecs and made them submit to the Spaniards. Cortez, in particular, was seen as Quetzalcoatl, the god who would return to overthrow the god Tezcatlipoca. For those of you who listened to the show last Monday, you'll know Tezcatlipoca is the god of smoking mirrors, the god of illusion and hallucinations, if you will, the god of darkness, the god of storms and war. He's basically the South American Set or Seth, as in great King Set or the great Re, Italian for King, King Set Reset, who buried the gold coffin with the black god to rule the kingdom just like George Floyd, the black god, turned into a martyr, turned into a god, was buried in the golden coffin, killed in the Twin City, died in the Twin City. And the month he was buried, the World Economic Forum announced the Great Reset. Reset. Osiris, the black god, buried in a golden coffin by Set. George Floyd in the Twin City and buried in the golden coffin, the black god in the gold coffin, and the Great Reset was held at the Twin Summit. These mystical synchronicities are not happenstance. They are not by mistake. And so when Cortez comes to South America and the Aztecs saw him as Quetzalcoatl, they thought that he had returned to defeat the god Tezcatlipoca, whom, if you listen to last Monday's show, you'll know 
The California Department of Education wants children to chant the name of Tezcatlipoca, who demanded human sacrifices. And so Cortez, who had studied the Aztecs, purportedly designed the arrival of his men to the Aztec Empire to coincide with natural events and to coincide with Aztec religion or theology. In other words, Cortez returned intentionally as God or came intentionally as the returned God Quetzalcoatl. So the Aztecs laid down their weapons and their sophisticated systems and allowed the Spaniards to decimate them, to obliterate them, to destroy them. We look to people like Gates and Schwab and Prince Charles and others, and we see them, some of us do, not all of us, and probably not a majority, as these wonderful gods who have come to defeat the evil COVID-19 or poverty, homelessness, the evil god Tezcatlipoca, when in fact they're the ones that want us to chant the name of this Aztec god of human sacrifice and darkness. They're the ones that turned the death of George Floyd into an Egyptian ritual, the burying of the black god in a golden coffin, the Twin City, the Twin Summit, the Great Reset, announced the month Floyd was buried. Reset is king set in the establishment of the kingdom of the Antichrist, the kingdom of darkness, war, and chaos. And they come in the name of Quetzalcoatl. They come in the name of light. They come in the name of the plumbed feather serpent. They come in the name of Christ to deliver you from the evils of the world. But they are a false Christ, and hence, by extension, they are the antithesis of Christ. And Christians will know, and others who study the Bible will know, and Christian-like theology will know, that the antithesis of the Christ is the Antichrist, of course. And despite the fear of the mark of the beast and all the things from barcodes to tattoos and everything in between that people thought was the mark of the beast, now people are accepting vaccines and in Israel freedom bracelets to be able to transact. Who do you think, as a eugenicist or as the devil, would be the first target? The faithful adherence to the scripture would be the first target. To trick the Christians and Jews and others into accepting the beast system. To eliminate any potential resistance. And so you might say, well, that means biblical prophecy is true. All of this is true. And maybe it is. It's true in the sense that it's happening, but was it predicted by God or predicted by man to happen? Or, like the story of George Floyd, the criminal who was turned into a martyr and a god, black god, buried in a golden coffin, the usage of an Egyptian myth and the relationship to the great reset and the burying of the golden god by Set, burying Osiris, 
Is it really the usage of biblical prophecy and biblical iconography to establish the kingdom of the Antichrist for the hell of it? For the energetic power that it gives those establishing such a kingdom? Everything around us is ritual, ceremony, pageantry. It all communicates to the subconscious, and it's all based in the secret teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Gable at yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info. There's more after this. Stay with us. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, somewhere between the normal and paranormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare. Right here on The Fridge FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey, Fringe listeners, Dave Cruz here, reminding you that Beyond the Strange airs live Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on The Fringe FM. BTS is your one-stop shop for the paranormal, the bizarre, and most of all, the strange. Join me and co-host Black Sky Paranormals, Russ Bailey, as we discuss topics such as aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, and much more. Also, we talk with profound guests, authors, researchers from all over the world, and we take your calls live on the air. Go to beyondthestrange.com and learn more about the show, guests, times, free registration for our newsletter, merch, and much more. Again, that's Beyond the Strange, Monday evenings, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And as always, stay strange. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Ides of March is the notorious midpoint of that month associated with the death of Julius Caesar and the settling of debts in ancient Rome. Otherwise, it's a joyous gateway into the spring. To celebrate the coming equinox, The Secret Teachings is offering a one-year subscription to our show archive, montage archive, all of my digital books, and a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping in the U.S., all for only $50. If you prefer a monthly subscription only to the archives and digital books, it's also available. Either donate $50 one time for the year or establish reoccurring payments through PayPal on our website at thesecretteachings.info or through the PayPal email rdgable at yahoo.com. This offer can be used to extend a current subscription and is good around the world. 
Your support truly keeps us on air five nights a week, supporting both the secret teachings and the Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK, digital broadcasting. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses, slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volumes, deliver consistent sound. Live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loud measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork, video and audio production, gotta do video. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. Time is like a really valuable currency next to cost. It's even more important than money. Why waste your time doing all this stuff? This is what we can do for you. Think about like the hours and the money you're going to have to put into doing all this by yourself. Doesn't make sense. It's going to take you months to launch. If we did it for you, we could do it tomorrow. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. It's March, the month of the spring equinox, Ostara, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Thanks again. Um, This is very refreshing, and I look forward to talking with you more soon, Ryan. Hey, this is Anthony Tyler, author of Dive Manual, Empirical Investigations of Mysticism, uh, website divemind.net, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable, my man. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. You're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this evening. You can catch the show Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe. Download the Fringe FM app for free. You can listen to the network 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Find us on TalkStream Live and the Paranormal Radio app. Our full show archive for The Secret Teachings is on the website at www.thesecretteachings.info where you can find our montage archive as well and all my books, Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir, and Food Philosophy. Virtually everything we talk about on this show is based in those books. I put them together as these huge compilations of 
of data and analysis and material and various other things. And you can get a copy in paperback or PDF. Might be doing hard covers at some point if uh, the public, the self-publishing allows for that. But that's what supports this show, and that's what allows us to do this broadcast Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe and to bring you these unique views on the world. Unique views like in February of last year and in April of last year, the CDC went from recommending masks for anyone with COVID-like symptoms, COVID-19 symptoms, to wearing masks for the general public even if you don't have symptoms. And they explain that away by saying, well, you're asymptomatic. But then when states began to mandate the mask and a few days after the CDC said everybody should wear them, people started to complain more that they couldn't breathe in the mask, that they had issues, they had allergies, or they had asthma, anxiety. A month after that, George Floyd died in the Twin City, Minneapolis. A man who was essentially a criminal, could have been rehabilitated, who resisted arrest, who had various forms of fentanyl, methamphetamine, and marijuana in his body. I feel that all drugs should be legal, decriminalized. That's my view, but he had this in his system. He was freaking out. We played the audio and the video of it last night on the show. But George Floyd wasn't a great guy. Not because he was black, but just because he wasn't a great guy. I can think of a lot of white people who aren't good guys either. Bill Gates is one of them. I don't like Bill Gates, not because of the color of his skin, because he's a genesis piece of trash. All right? So George Floyd dies. George Floyd was turned into a martyr and a black god. He was buried in a golden coffin. A day after his death, protests began, and people said, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I doubt that any of them... I mean, literally, I would bet that 90% of the protesters had never watched the body cam footage. Because if they watched the body cam footage, he actually said, I can't choke. And then asked to be put on the ground. He says, I want to be on the ground. George Floyd dies, the protests begin. But the idea of not being able to breathe came from the mask wearing over the previous couple of months. And that was overshadowed by the protests for George Floyd. Now, a month after that, remember, Minneapolis is the Twin City. When George Floyd was buried in June as a black god in a golden coffin, the World Economic Forum announced the theme of their 51st meeting in Davos, which would take place in January of 2021, a few months ago. It was called the Great Reset, and it took place at what they called a twin summit. Now, re, R-E, Romeo Echo, R-E is Italian for king. Reset, therefore, could be said to mean King Set. Set is an Egyptian god of storms, chaos, darkness, and destruction. Set is the Egyptian version of the South American Tezcatlipoca that the California State Department of Education now wants kids to chant the name of in school along with other words like liberation and decolonization. And the Great Reset is the Great King Set. They're literally telling you the Great King 
set. Just like Billie Eilish or Billie Eilish or Billie Eilish, however you pronounce her name. Her name translates traditionally Bill, Bell, Ball, Phoenician, Canaanite, Babylonian, Sumerian, God of fertility, God of human sacrifice, God of light. Lord is the actual meaning of the name. Lord. Ball is Bill, Billy, Bali Eilish, and Eilish or Elish is the Enuma Elish, Sumerian Holy Scripture in essence, the seven tablets of creation, precursor to the biblical Genesis. And that means went on high, Enuma Elish, went on high. So Billy Eilish's name literally translates to Baal, the Lord, or as Colin DePlancy said in the dictionary Infernal back in the late 1800s, Baal is the first king of hell. Her name means the first king of hell, the Lord of hell on high. They're laughing at you in the music industry, getting you to worship these sigils and these gods and demons and these ideas. And when you do that, you give power and attention, you pay attention, you pay in energy, you pay in currency and money, you bring those things about. To chant the name of an Aztec god of mirrors and illusions and darkness and chaos and war and destruction in the California school system is not only asinine and foolish, it is an insult to every religious person who has seen God removed from the public school system as a whole. You can't say God or pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, but you can chant the name of an Aztec god of human sacrifice. And that god of human sacrifice, Tezcatlipoca, is essentially the brother of Quetzalcoatl, the South American Osiris, the green god of agriculture, the green man, or the black god buried in a golden coffin by his brother Set. George Floyd is the black god buried in a golden coffin by society as a whole, by human civilization that is now set for the reestablishment and the emerging of the great reset, of the great king set, king set, the set that buries the black god in the golden coffin and reorganizes society, the rise of the god of destruction, of chaos, the antithesis of Christ, the savior of order, of morality. It is the rise of the kingdom of the Antichrist. And when, and when Cortez and the Spaniards came to and came into contact with the Aztecs, they chose, according to official history, they chose a certain time of the year to come, and they chose to study Aztec myth and Aztec religion so that they could appear to be the returning gods, and Cortez in particular could pretend to be the god Quetzalcoatl. So the Aztecs, who were enamored by these monstrous extraterrestrial vessels that the Europeans were floating in, uh, effectively paralyzing the will of the Aztecs, the Aztecs would give up and give in and lay down their arms and everything to these gods who had returned. But they weren't gods who had returned. They were humans who were taking on the personage of gods in order to conquer the Aztec Empire, which without the deception and psychological tactics, the Europeans could have probably been defeated by the Aztecs. Psychologically, the Europeans were more advanced. Technologically, spiritually, the Aztecs were probably 
far more exceedingly advanced than probably some of the Europeans even are today. You know, European people today. Uh, just the Aztec Empire was incredible, and so was the Maya Empire. Incredible. Uh, we're just discovering, like the Egyptian Empire and the dynasties, we're just discovering today uh, and trying to figure out how they built some of the things they built and the knowledge that they had. Uh, not all people, but uh, a large number of people that were probably the high priests, the classes of people that were in the upper echelons of society. But the Aztecs were destroyed because of this deception, because of the playing on the religious belief, the myth, the archetype. And that is what's happening today in the 21st century. People are playing on things like the Egyptian myth of Osiris and Set and the various other forms of it. As a black god, George Floyd's buried in the golden coffin. And this initiates a month later the great reset, the great king set, who buries Osiris, the golden, black, green god of agriculture, the black god of soil, in the golden coffin to take control of the kingdom of the earth. It's the kingdom of Set or Seth. God of war, chaos, and destruction is the kingdom of the Antichrist. And this whole idea that you can't breathe, you can't breathe, you can't breathe. George Floyd, who actually said, I can't choke, if you watch the video, and asked to be put on the ground and said he had claustrophobia and the cops had all rolled down the window. George Floyd, that started the whole I can't breathe thing, was actually not the foundation for the whole I can't breathe thing. It was actually begun with the masks. And now even though you have your vaccines, some of you, and some people have them who don't listen to this show, of course, most of you probably don't have yours, you're told it doesn't matter. You still have to distance, you still have to wear the mask, you still have to quarantine, you still have to test. So what was the point of the vaccine? Well, to get you to take more vaccines and more vaccines. It's not just for profit. And so as you're doing this, the whole idea is you as a human breathing, you are dirty, your breath is toxic, and you are destroying the planet. When in reality, if you invert that, it's the chemical dumping. It's the pollution. It's the destruction to the ecosystem through those means, deforestation and other things that we're not allowed to talk about because climate change is more important, because carbon dioxide, which makes up such a minor part of the atmosphere, which does not contribute in any way, shape, or form, according to most meteorologists, most scientists, people that study the atmosphere, people that study the weather, it does not drive the climate. The sun and the moon drive the climate. But if you can be convinced that although the ice caps melt on Mars and other planets, that because of manipulated satellite data and out-of-context satellite images of ice caps melting and then three years later they're bigger than they've ever been because they take pictures of them in the summer and then show them to you later on and say, look, the ice cap melted. Yeah, in the summer. Show it to me in the winter. It's three times larger than it was last year. But it's not climate change, because climate change is driven by carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide's bad. This is what aliens would do. If I was a eugenicist who hated human beings, and I thought I was elite, and I thought I was better, and I was an alien that came from somewhere else, and I wanted to sophisticatedly destroy the human civilization, the human race, and destroy all things on this planet, I would convince people not that they, as individuals, are necessarily the, you know, the cause of all the problems, but that collectively humanity is the cause of all the problems and that they will fight amongst each other to determine who is more responsible. They will rip themselves apart, rip apart society, 
rip apart their economic systems. They will rip apart everything about their civilization. And then we can offer a solution to that problem that we created by causing people to fight amongst themselves, to convince people that they should stay away from other humans because they're dirty, that they shouldn't exhale because carbon dioxide is bad. It's so bad, but you can breathe it inside of your mask in conditions that OSHA says are extreme hazards. That's okay. The idea that you're bad. And so as a eugenicist, if I wanted to exterminate the old and brain damage the youth to control their minds and round up everybody in the middle, I couldn't do that outright because people would think I'm a psychopath and they would come with pitchforks to my house and kill me. But if you're a philanthropist whose father founded in part Planned Parenthood that wanted to openly, as a birth control society, exterminate blacks and Jews and anybody else who wasn't white European, as the true KKK, Margaret Sanger, the founder, even gave talks at KKK meetings, uh, the KKK was essentially established by the Democratic Party and a lot of Democratic senators in the South. And one guy, George Bickley, wanted to have something called the, the Golden Circle, a giant slave plantation from Cuba throughout most of the South, spanning 2,000 miles or so in every direction. They called it the Golden Circle. This is where the Knights of the Golden Circle came from, or what became the Ku Klux Klan, the Golden Circle. Now they want a global Golden Circle, a global slave plantation where you as a human are bad because not of the color of your skin, but because you're a human being. And the next phase of humanity is biological, technological integration, cyborgs, androids, robots, artificial intelligence, and no room for you because breathing is bad for the planet. And so if I was a eugenicist and said, we need, to, we need to start sterilizing people, we need to start getting rid of people, we need to start doing this now to save the planet, even though the planet's you know, perfectly fine, and the problems that the planet does have are because of things like chemicals and geoengineering, genetic engineering of plants, the decimation of, of, of the ecosystem, not because of carbon, but because of chemicals and things that are man-made. And, of course, geoengineering, which is now admitted and acknowledged with sulfur particles and stratospheric aerosol injection, solar radiation management. These are the scientific official names for them. Man-made chemical sunshade. That's a quote. Man-made chemical sunshade. And it traps heat. It, it blocks heat, but it traps heat. What does that do? Well, that makes the planet warmer. And then, of course, that's man-made, so that's man-made global warming, so it's real. It's more wordplay. It's more word magic. And so you have people, like a scientist out of Europe named Wolfgang, who warned that COVID-19 vaccines could lead to infertility. And there's no safety studies. So he, he creates this peti petition to, to stop the vaccine, you've got multiple countries, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, rolling back the AstraZeneca vaccine because of blood clots and other things. You've got a top EU scientist saying that it'll cause infertility. You've got the head of vaccines at the United Nations a couple of months ago saying that vaccines are dangerous, the adjuvants are killing people. That's in an official meeting, official vaccine summit, official Big news, should have been at least. And if I was a eugenicist, I wanted to exterminate people and sterilize them. I, I think I might do it 
with a vaccine. And I think, you know, I probably published some papers on this because I'd want to have other psychopaths, you know, look over this with me to see what the best agenda would be, uh, what the best plan would be. And, and if a scientist like Wolfgang Wodarg uh, or Dr. Michael Yeadon or others, is what, if what they say is true, then there's, no, there's absolutely no doubt that vaccinations have been used to sterilize people. And virtually every country on the planet knows that. But if you don't believe me, fine. You don't have to believe me. But what I have in front of me right here is a document that you should get your hands on. It is from 1992, the 17th through the 18th, August 1992, from Geneva, Switzerland. Part of the World Health Organization. The UNDP, the UNFPA, the WHO, the World Bank, a special program of research, development, and research training in human reproduction. And it says, report of a meeting between women's health advocates and scientists to review the current status of the development of fertility-regulating vaccines from the UN. And you can read through this whole thing. It's about 75, 80 pages. No, six, about 60 pages. Front and back, 60 pages. Oh, and look at this. This is just the annex of the document. Anti-fertility vaccines, some basic concepts. Anti-fertility vaccines are unique from all other contraceptives in that vaccines utilize innate physiological processes, immune responses to regulate fertility. Researchers began developing vaccines nearly two decades ago after realizing that some cases of infertility in women and in men were due to an immune response to sperm, a response that prevented fertilization. If an accident of nature, as they call it, quote-unquote an accident of nature, could cause infertility, then it might be possible to develop vaccines to induce infertility by immunological pathways. Thus was born the concept of immunocontraception. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. The United Nations, World Health Organization, the World Bank, and women's health advocates, because yes, women's health advocates want to help women have their body and therefore have their choice. But you don't get a choice about the masks. You don't get a choice about the vaccines. You don't get a choice about the testing. You don't get a choice about the thermometers. You don't get a test, uh, a, 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 a choice about the swabs up your butt from China. You will do what they tell you to do because they are God and you are an insignificant pawn. And you're not even a pawn on the global chessboard. You're watching the chessboard from the rafters. You're not even like in the front row watching the game. You're sure as hell are not a pawn. Bill Gates is a pawn. Klaus Schwab is maybe he's a knight. All right. The real king and the real queen and the real bishops are behind the scenes. They're at the Vatican saying we need a new world order. They're in places of high power and high finance. Since when does the World Bank know anything about immunology? Or fertility. Why is the World Bank sponsoring this? Because bankers run the world. And so there it is. The World Health Organization in 1992, and they even say in here two decades ago. So that was back in 1972. They were developing anti-fertility vaccines, saying that an accident of nature could cause infertility, and therefore, quote, it might be possible to develop vaccines to induce infertility by immunological pathways. That's what they're doing. And if they can do this to the elderly and kill the elderly as useless eaters, not my words, and they can brain damage the children, microbiology, infectious disease said this new vaccine, the COVID vaccine, COVID-19, it will cause prions disease. 
an abnormal folding of the proteins in the brain, which causes ALS, Alzheimer's, autism, and neurodegenerative disorders. And the funny thing is, neurodegenerative disorders and the folding of prions in this way is virtually identical to Kuru, a very rare disease caused by an infectious protein, prion, found in contaminated human brain tissue. It's often found in people from New Guinea who practice cannibalism, where they ate the brains of dead people as part of a funeral ritual. It's not as barbaric as you might think. They wanted their relatives to rest in a warm place in their belly rather than rest in the cold ground. How are we to judge that? It makes a lot of sense to me. It makes less sense to drink the milk of a cow than it does to cannibalize the relative. But Kuru, prions in the brain. You know, there's a company in California that started in California by a Stanford uh, University student called Ambrosia, where you can have the blood of young people injected into your body. You know that there's a company called Bite Labs taking cells that are biopsied from celebrities and turning them into meat. Supposed to be a joke at first. Turns out it's not a joke from what I've read. So you can actually eat celebrities who have been offered up on the altar to the gods to have their hearts ripped out willingly for all the fame and fortune they get, like the people that were sacrificed in the Aztec Empire or various other South American empires having their heart ripped out. But sure, they offered to do that, and they got weeks and weeks of all the pleasures and all the food and all the things they could ever want in life, and then at the end, they got killed. You know that there are aborted fetal tissues being used, aborted fetal cells being used to flavor your Pepsi products, human compost in places like Seattle, Pacific Northwest, human compost. Sounds like a great thing, but turns out what's really happening is Soylent Green. You're being prepared to be a blood-drinking cannibal, a vampire, a zombie. Because all the blood cults, all the sex cults, the John of God, the Jeffrey Epstein, the sacrifices to Tezcatlipoca, the South American set, all of this, it didn't go away, silly. They just changed the name of it. Just a little clever wordplay, a little, little manipulation of the words. And reality takes on a whole new dimension. And so that's why, because people realize how important symbols and words and things are, so it's important to use those archetypes and those symbols. And so that's why George Floyd, the black god, was placed in a golden coffin in June. And in June, the twin summit of the Great Reset of the World Economic Forum was announced. George Floyd died in Twin City. And as a black god in a golden coffin, it was actually Set who did this to Osiris, the green black god, god of agriculture, god of soil, placed in a golden coffin and buried because Set wanted to rule the kingdom. And of course, those people behind the Great Reset, or Re is Italian for uh, for king, so King Set, the Great King Set, it is an homage to the god of chaos, an homage to the god of destruction, an homage to the god of chaos and Corona's own hallucinations and debauchery. And in the California Department of Education wants kids to chant the name of Tezcatlipoca, who the Spanish thought would be defeated by Cortez and the Spaniards who came as Quetzalcoatl, the South American Osiris. And turns out they came bearing the image of Quetzalcoatl. And they used religion to dominate the Aztecs who were arguably more advanced in some ways. 
They use psychology to dominate the Aztecs. And so, are you really sure that your biblical, your Quran and your other theologies are not being manipulated in an artificial apocalypse to bring about the end of the world artificially? But the world will go on. Just our civilization will be destroyed, Christians will be decapitated, and the Antichrist will come to power. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. TheSecretTeachings.info. Subscribe today to become a member. Access the whole archive. Stay with us. We'll be back. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. The Ides of March is the notorious midpoint of that month associated with the death of Julius Caesar and the settling of debts in ancient Rome. Otherwise, it's a joyous gateway into the spring. To celebrate the coming equinox, The Secret Teachings is offering a one-year subscription to our show archive, montage archive, all of my digital books, and a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping in the U.S., all for only $50. If you prefer a monthly subscription only to the archives and digital books, it's also available. Either donate $50 one time for the year, or establish reoccurring payments through PayPal on our website at thesecretteachings.info, or through the PayPal email rdgable at yahoo.com. This offer can be used to extend a current subscription and is good around the world. Your support truly keeps us on air five nights a week, supporting both The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. It's March, the month of the spring equinox, Ostara, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. 
Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. If I were a eugenicist and I wanted to eliminate future generations of children, not only brain damaging the children that are already living and doing medical experimentations in violation of the Nuremberg Code on children that are born and unborn children, pregnant women, young children, babies, according to the Wall Street Journal, Moderna begins testing COVID vaccine on babies and young children, March 16, 2021. That was announced back in fall of 2020 and then announced again in January of 2021. Now they're doing it. Moderna, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, BioNTech, Johnson and Johnson, all testing on children, babies. I would experiment on the children like the angel of death, Joseph Mangala. I would brain damage the children like the journal microbiology and infectious disease said uh, prions disease will be triggered by vaccines of the COVID-19 variety. And the media can say it doesn't cause Alzheimer's, and it doesn't cause Alzheimer's. It causes prion's disease, which is an abnormal folding of the proteins in the brain, which causes Alzheimer's and ALS and autism and various other neurological neurodegenerative disorders. Basically like Kuru, which is caused by an infectious protein, a prion in the brain contaminated by human brain tissue. It's found among people in Papua New Guinea. Uh, in, in New Guinea, they practice you know, cannibalism. I don't know how much this is done today, but they eat the brains of dead people as part of a funeral rite. Of course, cannibalism, blood, bones, human flesh, this has been used from the King of France to Queen Victoria and from the King of France and Queen Victoria to the Roman Empire to China. Uh, civilizations, cultures have used the bones, the blood, and the flesh of human beings, and particularly the youth, young children, to revitalize themselves and Elizabeth Bathroy is a classic example of this, using blood of young virgin chambermaids to bathe in so she could reverse the aging process. Stanford University researchers actually found this, that injecting the blood of young mice into old mice rejuvenated the bodies. And so a Stanford University graduate started a company called Ambrosia in California. There are other branches like in New York City. And if you're rich and powerful, at least you have some money sitting around. You can pay $8,000 to get a blood transfusion from a young person who gets a cookie and an apple juice. And then you can also eat your favorite celebrity, Kanye West, James Franco, and others who have given biopsied cells to a company to create fake meat, or really real meat, lab meat, made from their biopsied cells. And then you find movies or TV shows that promote this in Hollywood. You find one TV show, The Santa Clara Diet, where Drew Barrymore, whose dad was a big Hollywood guy, 
Uh, Drew Barrymore is like a vampire zombie who eats human flesh, and it's supposed to be quirky and funny. It's just a revelation of the method. Ambrosia taking the blood of young people, Bite Labs creating human flesh out of celebrity so you can eat your favorite celebrity, and all of it is really just a giant Eucharist, an unholy Eucharist, an unholy communion, consuming the blood of the damned and the diabolic, really damning yourself through diabolic means by consuming the blood of the innocent, the youth, slaughtering the innocent, and eating your favorite celebrity, eating the bread of your Savior on this plane, the material Savior, who direct your will and attention through the Hollywood wand of the Drudic magicians to conjure up storms and cast illusions, the Hollywood that Celtic magicians use to make their wands. And these celebrities offer themselves up on the altars to have their hearts cut out after a lifetime of pleasure and wealth and whatever else they want. They become the willing, sacrificial victims to the blood, sex, human sacrifice cult. The Aztec Empire was dominated famously by Cortez and the Spaniards because they studied the religion of those people. And they knew that by returning as the Aztec god, Quetzalcoatl, to vanquish the evil demon of human sacrifice, Tezcatlipoca, they would be well-received. The Aztecs were not only paralyzed by the technological, on the surface at least, technological advances of the Spaniards, but they also laid down to honor these conquerors, who came as gods and liberators. It's a wonderful example in history of how liberators are not always liberators. Liberators are often conquerors. They're not there to protect you or to save you. They're there to use your belief system against you. And that's not predictive programming. And that's not a revelation of the method. That's just history. And now Politico, about two weeks ago, I've been saving this article, Politico announced that, you know, if I were a eugenicist and I wanted to exterminate the elderly, brain damage the children, and assault and break apart civilization to create a world that I controlled, to pay homage to my god Set, Seth, T.S. Catlipoca, or whatever god you would like to place into that position, I would kill the elderly through vaccines, and I would call it not euthanasia, not eugenics, I would call it helping the elderly to see their grandkids again. I would brain damage the kids through vaccines, prions disease, neurological degeneration, so they can never grow up to think for themselves, and I have control of them. I would destroy the cohesion in families. I would break apart the substance of society and culture. I would destroy the independent economic systems. I would reset the entire globe so I control it and I control the people, the few that are left to serve me as an elitist, as a god who has come to find the people that are willing to serve me and then to exterminate those who are unwilling to serve me. And as people are so concerned about a police officer putting his knee on a black man. 
when they missed the other eight to nine minutes of the video where George Floyd said, I got anxiety, and the cops said, I'll roll down the window. And he said, these handcuffs hurt, and the cops said, I'll adjust them. And they said, sit down, put your hands on the wheel. And he resisted and resisted and resisted and resisted and resisted and said, I can't choke with nobody touching him and asked to be put on the ground. Despite all that, would you like to know who really has a boot on their neck and on their face? You. You have a boot on your neck and on your face. And these rituals, these archetypical symbolic forms of chaotic magic, uh, magic and, and meme magic uh, of, of a criminal, basically, George Floyd turned into a black god buried in a golden coffin. I say it over and over again because that's what happened to Osiris, the king, the hunter, killed by his brother, set temporarily. He's a real god. He can't be killed. It's the soul put into a tomb, put into the physical material body represented by the Ankh the pentagram of the cross, the cube, like the Kaaba or the Teflon worn by the Jews, and that represents the submersion of soul and spirit and matter. On the surface, it's set the god of destruction, chaos, and storms, burying the golden god or the green god of vegetation, Osiris, or the black god, Osiris, in the golden coffin. George Floyd was buried in the golden coffin the same month that the great economic, uh, the, the great reset was announced by the World Economic Forum. And the Great Reset is really just paying homage to Set. The Great Reset, the reestablishing of Set's empire, or in Italian, Re is king, so it's the Great King Set, kind of like Billy Eilish translates to Ball Eilish or Ball on high, or the Lord, the first king of hell on high. It's a ritual. It's an incantation when you chant these things, like the California Department of Education wants kids to chant Tezcatlipoca. Yes, the same God that the Aztecs thought Quetzalcoatl was coming to destroy, when in fact, Cortez actually was Tezcatlipoca. The Aztecs thought the Spanish were coming to defeat Tezcatlipoca. They thought the Spanish was or were Quetzalcoatl, the plumbed feathered serpent. Turns out the Aztecs were wrong because the Spaniards played on their religious beliefs. The Spaniards pretended to be the god to save them, and really they were the god to destroy them. So it's no wonder that the California Department of Education, the public school system, they want kids to chant the name of a god of human sacrifice. Tezcatlipoca, Tezcatlipoca, and to chant things like decolonization, liberation, like some weird Black Lives Matter ritual chant to perform their ephah black magic and to pour out libations to the dead spirits who stand on the spilled blood of those who they've sacrificed to bring about the horrible diabolic things they wish to invoke in the magic circle of the public arena. And so Politico announces that there will no, be, there will no longer be babies by 2045. By 2045, most men may no longer be able to reproduce because of the impact of hormone-altering chemicals. Yes, BPA is one of the big ones. And although carbon dioxide is supposed to be really bad and masks are supposed to help us fight climate change and we're not supposed to breathe because humans are dirty or come into contact with each other, shake hands, have sex, go on a date, go out to a party, go to a concert, go out to eat. You got to distance yourself. You got to wear a mask. You got to wear two masks, three masks, four masks until you hit the floor suffocating. But it's all a myth that you can't breathe in them. It's just to protect the earth while governors and city council people and mayors and others, they don't social distance, they don't wear their mask. It's just a big joke. You wear the mask as a symbol of compliance. You wear the mask as a symbol of shaming. 
like the 18th century Shea masks in England and other places. It's like, it's like a medieval chastity belt, but it's on your face. So you can't speak. It's a muzzle. So the Chinese did to their population in 1952 in Beijing, lied about them, uh, lied about there their being a, a, a series of viruses and diseases and insects that were spreading disease. A biological attack carried, about the, carried out by the Americans. Turns out it wasn't true. And people still wear masks in China today, despite that, mostly now because of pollution. And China, of course, has had a, you know, a lot of fame because of their one-child policy. And because of chemicals and things like that, by 2045, Shana Swan, a leading scholar of reproductive health, said, the current state of reproductive affairs can't continue much longer without threatening human survival. Sperm counts of the average man in Western countries had fallen by 59% from 1973 to 2011 in what they called spermageddon. Chemicals such as bisphenol A and phthalates interfere with hormonal function, including testosterone and estrogen. Even in small doses, they pose a particularly danger to unborn babies whose bodies are still developing, while other factors such as contraception, cultural shifts, obesity, and smoking are likely to be contributing factors. Swan warned of indicators that suggest there are also biological reasons, including studies that found infant boys are developing more genital anomalies and testosterone levels have been dropping at 1% per year since 1982. Interesting, because if I go to this document, fertility regulating vaccines from the World Health Organization, the UNDP, the UNFPA, and the World Bank in Geneva in 1993, it says anti-fertility vaccines are unique from all other contraceptives and that vaccines utilize innate physiological processes, immune responses to regulate fertility. Researchers began developing vaccines nearly two decades ago after realizing that some cases of infertility in women and in men were due to an immune response to sperm, a response that prevented fertilization. They called this response an accident of nature that could cause infertility and that it, quote, might be possible to develop vaccines to induce infertility by immunological pathways, and thus was born the concept of immunocontraception. And you know when all this began? You know when all this started? When they started the vaccinations that would cause infertility? Researchers began developing vaccines nearly two decades ago. This was in 1992. Two decades ago would have been 1972. A couple of years of development and administration. And as Shan Swan found, leader of scholar, a leading scholar of reproductive health, sperm counts of the average man has declined. They've declined by 59% from 1973 to 2001, and it's much more now. Right around the time they started introducing those fertility-regulating vaccines. And it turns out they based this on an accident of nature where the body had an immune response to sperm that prevented fertilization. So not only are they doing this to women too, but to men. So you can drastically reduce the potentiality, the probability of pregnancy through not only chemicals in the water but through vaccines funny politico and shanna swan neither one of them mention this hefty hefty document from the world health organization where they're talking in 1992 about creating vac vaccinations that create infertility 
There's no mention of Wolfgang Wodarg from the European Union petitioning to shut down the vaccines because, well, I'll read you his words. There is no indication whether antibodies against spike proteins of SARS viruses would also act like anti-sentine-1 antibodies. However, if this were to be the case, this would then also prevent the formation of a placenta, which would result in vaccinated women essentially becoming infertile. Do you get it now? Top scientist in the EU, vaccines will create infertility. Major microbiology and infectious disease journal, vaccines will cause prions disease, Alzheimer's, ALS, neurodegenerative disorder, neurological disorders, autism. The World Health Organization and the World Bank in 1992 saying because of an accident of nature, we could create fertility regulating vaccines. They've been doing this since 1962 or 1972, rather. Two decades, it says that. Research has been developing these vaccines for two decades. That puts us in what? 1972. A couple of years of development and distribution and usage of those vaccines brings us to 1973, 1974, roughly. That's when sperm counts began to fall dramatically, according to a leading scholar of reproductive health, Shana Swan, who does not mention the World Health Organization, just mentions chemicals like bisphenol A, obesity, cultural shifts, and contraception. No mention of the UN paper. No mention of the World Health Organization. No mention of the World Bank. No mention of Bill Gates, Tavistock, Ford Foundation, Carnegie Foundation, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission. No mention of the groups that get together and say we need to reduce fertility. No mention of Bill Gates' TED Talk where he says we've got to reduce one of these numbers to zero. I guess which one's it going to be? Is it going to be carbon dioxide or humans? Well, if you reduce either one of them, you're going to either kill all humans or you're going to reduce carbon dioxide, which means all the plants will die and humans will die as a result. What kind of alien takeover is this, ladies and gentlemen? And then they keep calling these waves of COVID the first wave, the second wave, the third wave. Do you know what the fifth wave is? It's where the human race stands on the brink of extinction as a series of aliens atta- alien attacks decimate the planet, causing, among other things, disease. There's a movie called The Fifth Wave. It's about an alien invasion. Watch I Am Legend or watch The Island. I'll tell you all you need to know through predictive programming and a revelation of the method. Oh, and by the way, on Friday... When we interviewed Don Lester and David Parker, authors of What Really Makes You Ill, after the show, I sent the broadcast over to Don, who's you know much further ahead in the UK, and Saturday she sends me back this article about a coalition for epidemic preparedness which wants to innovate through $3.5 billion, a strategy to, quote, develop new vaccines within 100 days. Not a new vaccine, new vaccines within 100 days to start pumping those suckers into you every time they develop a new one. Jab, jab, shot, shot, bend over and take it, you filthy, disgusting human beings who need to be eradicated to save the planet for people like Bill Gates who want to live in an Elysium society. This is not a joke. This is not fear porn. This is not dark this is shedding light on the darkness i mean you talk about synchronicity you might think i know what i'm talking about and i think i do to some extent but i did not put this together with the world health organization and the political article until this segment and i looked down at my paper 
And it says, according to the World Health Organization, anti-fertility vaccines, some basic concepts. This isn't even the, the, the real study. This is just like an overview where they said researchers began developing vaccines nearly two decades ago after realizing that some cases of infertility in women and in men were due to an immune response to sperm that prevented fertilization, an accident of nature that might be possible to develop vaccines in, uh, to induce infertility by immunological pathways. Two decades ago, this document was published in 1992, August, in Switzerland and Geneva, with the World Bank, women's health advocates who love women who want to sterilize them, and the UNDP and UNFPA, among others. 1993, two decades, let's do the math, 10, 10, 20. That puts us in 1972, 1973. And around that time, 1972, 1973, that's when probably the leading scholar of reproductive health, Shana Swan, says sperm counts began to fall 59% since then, 1973 to 2011. That is just synchronistic. I didn't plan to talk about that. I just happened to find it while I was talking. That is the spirit. That is what some people call God. That is the energy flowing through all of us. That is what you have faith in. That is what conquers the evil. That is what illuminates the darkness. And that is what gives us the power to stand up to all the fear and the terror and the trauma-inducing drama that we have pumped into our brains 24 hours a day by our cell phones and tablets and computers and televisions. Break the spell. I'm mad as hell and not going to take it anymore. And then people think, Ryan, you're yelling. No, I'm passionate because I might not be the smartest human being in the world or the smartest human being in the county I live in, for that matter. But I can recognize patterns and I can read medical literature and I can read books and I can read studies and I can read white papers and I can listen to what Bill Gates says. And when I have people telling me we're going to kill 700,000 with the vaccine, that'll just be a side effect. And we need to reduce the world's population, probably reduce carbon dioxide or humans to basically zero. Bill Gates said that at a TED Talk. We need to release genetically modified mosquitoes to spread vaccines. That was way before COVID. I was told that was a conspiracy, although uh, the Reuters, I think it was Reuters or one of the big publications, they published it. Florida started doing genetically modified mosquitoes. This goes back to uh, Oxitec, a British company that manufactured these mosquitoes. They released them in the parts of Brazil where they had that outbreak of Zika. Remember that? Well, it turns out it wasn't Zika. It wasn't a virus. It was actually the mosquitoes in that area. Oh, and it happened to be all the chemicals that were being used that, and that, that caused babies to be born with shrunken heads. And Oxitec was also funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, but that's okay. It, it just says it on their website. And Bill Gates also personally requested to have that little vaccine record system embedded in your skin you know the one that will now be used in part because the vaccine cards for COVID-19 and even the QR codes people don't have cell phones and the cards can be replicated and people can lie their way out of claiming they've had a vaccine so we'll just inject it into the body with little micro needles that is what's coming next in Israel they're telling people you have to have a freedom bracelet and a vaccine to participate in society some groups are suing saying it's a violation of international law and the Geneva Convention and the Nuremberg Code. It's forced medical experimentation on the public when they admit they don't know what the vaccines do. 
And the Nuremberg Code says the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. Formulated in 1947, meaning that if they can get the elderly to willingly euthanize themselves, if they can get the elderly to step into the circle like Logan's Run and be blown up, then there's no crime. If they can brain damage the children at a young age when they need someone to take care of them, they can't make decisions for themselves yet, there's not really any crime, uh, I guess, in a legal, lawful sense, is there? Because the children need to be given medical care so they don't get sick. It's one of the most monstrous, evil things you can do, but you brainwash the children through the parents, and the parents will take their kids to get experimented on. That's why... Moderna has begun testing the COVID vaccine on babies and young children, according to the Wall Street Journal. And also, Moderna, in a separate study, was testing their vaccine on kids 12 to 17 years old, not just little kids, younger than 12. Johnson & Johnson said it's going to test their vaccine on babies and young children. Oh, look at that. Very nice. Pfizer-BioNTech, who said 95% effective on eight people, are going to test their vaccine on 12 to 15-year-olds and said it has plans to move to younger groups. AstraZeneca began testing in Britain on 6-year-olds and younger, and then AstraZeneca got pulled from Germany, France, Italy, and Spain because of other problems, including blood clotting. That's just the public excuse. It's kind of like Cuomo here in New York. He was touching women and sexually harassing women. No, he was lying about data. He was killing people with his decisions, if you believe the official narrative. That's why they want you to focus on the sexual harassment so you don't see the fraud of his COVID-19 Emmy Award-winning response and his book response. They want you to think it's just blood clots and that it's not, according to Wolfgang Wodarg, going to cause infertility. Should I read that again? Let me read it again. Wolfgang Wodarg, top scientist in the EU, says, in relation to antibodies... This would then also prevent the formation of a placenta, which would result in vaccinated women essentially becoming infertile. Funny, because the World Health Organization said that in 1992, with women's health advocates and the World Bank, that for two decades, infertility vaccines, anti-infertility vaccines, infertility vaccines have been developed for two decades based on an accident of nature where the body of the woman responds immunologically to sperm. And it prevents fertilization. And two decades before this, published in 1993, the the convention was held in 1992 on fertility regulating vaccines. It's just that's the name of it. It's not even hidden. And then Shana Swan, a leading scholar of reproductive health, said around 1973, that's 20 years before. That's what they say in in the report. Two decades before they've been developing these things. You give it a couple years, a little bit of time to kind of distribute and you know, move around and people to get these things and within a decade and then like two decades and three decades and by 2011 you have a reduction of sperm of 59%. This is in their document. This is Politico like a week ago. This is a top scientist in the EU. Even the head of the UN uh, vaccine, uh, top vaccine scientist at the UN says, adjuvants on vaccines, is, it, it's killing people. Or do I need to play that audio again, you know, for the people that don't believe it? What they're doing with Ambrosia and Bite Labs and movies like The Fifth Wave and I Am Legend and The Island and human composting and Jeffrey Epstein, 
all of it's connected in the sense that this is the exposure of a cult of blood drinkers, cannibals, and people that perform human sacrifices literally and figuratively. The celebrities and the people that offer themselves up for the sacrifice to have their heart ripped out, they get a lifetime of pleasure, a lifetime of wealth, a lifetime of success, and in the end, they're sacrificed on the altar to their God, the God that demands human sacrifice in South America, Tizcatlipoca. And when Cortez came with the conquistadors to South America and to the Aztec Empire, and the Aztecs basically laid down their arms believing that he was Quetzalcoatl, it's a very superficial overview of it, but this is the official history book, the official narrative. Cortez was even aided by other Indians who sold out their fellow brothers and sisters and moms and dads and used their religion to conquer their empire. In America, in the United States of America, our open free society is being used to conquer us. And I have no doubt that the Prince Charles and the Klaus Schwab and the Bill Gates, these people who certainly don't believe in Christian theology, they are using the dogma. They are using the iconography. They are using the archetypes. They are using the myth. They are using the symbol like Cortez did with Quetzalcoatl. And when Cortez came and decimated the Aztec Empire, he was not Quetzalcoatl. He was Tezcatlipoca. He was the god of darkness and chaos and war and destruction, and that destroyed the Aztec Empire, physically. This is what's happening with our society today. People are playing on the dogma. They're playing on the religious beliefs. They are trying to manifest with the mark of the beast and the end of the world and diseases and plagues. They're trying to manifest and cultivate revelation because they want the Christians who hold moral values predominantly on the surface here in the United States. They hold moral values. They want family structures. Black Lives Matter says, no, you don't get family structures. No Western civilization. We kill all men. We don't want men. We want women, and we want to control the children. Read what they say. Not my words, not my opinion. They say they want to destroy the Western-prescribed nuclear family structure. That's a quote. Western-prescribed nuclear family structure. Antifa wants to burn down the whole country. These are political paramilitary groups that are paid, organized, and or manipulated to carry out this destruction. And then the destruction is blamed on the people that represent the moral fabric and that believe in the moral fabric, that believe in the God and the foundation of the country. It's a color revolution. It's political. Beyond that, it's the exploitation of dogma, symbol, mythology, archetype. It's, it's Cortez pretending to be Quetzalcoatl, but when he's really Tezcatlipoca. It's people pretending to be your savior, to pretend to be God, creating and cultivating an environment for the end of the world so that they can rise out of the crypt, out of the tomb, the diabolic powers of the Antichrist. And so when George Floyd died on May 25th of 2020, And a day later, people started chanting that they couldn't breathe. They couldn't breathe, even though Floyd said, I can't choke. He did say, I can't breathe one time when he was in the car not being touched because he was having a panic attack because he was on fentanyl and methamphetamines and marijuana and other stuff. But he said, I can't choke. I can't choke. I can't choke. The next day, everybody started saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. But that came from the masks that were worn and mandated in April, a month before George Floyd died. 
That came from the CDC's recommendation in April that everybody in the general public should wear masks. It starts there as a meme, as a symbol. George Floyd is the chaotic magic and the, and the essence of the meme that starts the ritual, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. George Floyd died, wasn't killed, died in the Twin City, Minneapolis. In June, he was buried in a golden coffin. He was a criminal, in essence, turned into a black god, buried in a golden coffin. That same month in June, the World Economic Forum announced the Great Reset. And on the surface, it tells you everything. The Great Reset, the resetting of the sun. The rising of the sun on a new empire, a new Jerusalem, a new Roman empire. The resetting is Italian, re, king, king set, the great king set, like Billie Eilish, Billy, Ball, Bell, Lord. First king of hell, Elish, Enuma Elish, Sumerian, went on high. Lord, Ball, the first king of hell, on high. It's a meme, it's energy, it's chaotic magic, it's a sigil. The World Economic Forum announces in June, that same month of the burial, the 51st World Economic Forum theme, the Great Reset. The Great Reset was held at a twin summit. And the Great Reset, rising set out of the crypt, bringing set to power, is the rising of the Antichrist. There's your mark of the beast. There's the death to all the faithful. There's the rising of the kingdom of the Antichrist. And it was set in Egypt, set, who buried his brother, the black god Osiris, in a golden coffin so that he could rule the kingdom. They are playing on your subconscious. They are playing on your religious beliefs, your dogma, your archetypes, your mythologies, your symbols. The whole world is not only a stage and a giant laboratory of medical experimentation in violation of the Geneva Convention and the Nuremberg Code, and where people are manipulated into participating So it's not a violation. The world is also a giant ceremonial ritual space. And everything that is happening, everything that is being done, is being carried out in the name of good, in the name of Quetzalcoatl, in the name of Osiris. While the California Department of Education wants kids to chant Tetzcatlipoca, the god of human sacrifice and darkness... While Cortez is really not Quetzalcoatl, Cortez is Tezcatlipoca. And the Great Reset is not really about bringing about peace and harmony to the world. It's about bringing to power the Great Reset, the Great King Set, the Antichrist. It's all just an accidental coincidence of symbolic language. I'm Ryan Gable, and thank you for listening tonight to The Secret Teachings. Check out our website at thesecretteachings.info. You can donate there to support the show one time to get your access to the archive, or you can sign up monthly or yearly. What it is is $50 for a one-year subscription. You can stream and download every show. You get access to the montages, all my books in digital form, and a physical copy in the month of March of one of my books. Free shipping in the U.S. We do ship around the world. We drop ship, and you can use this subscription to renew your yearly subscription www.thesecretteachings.info rdgable at yahoo.com Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast.
Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.